Welcome to the Strip Down Know Nothing Podcast, focusing on the bare naked ladies. That's right, whether they're by the book or deranged, from shoebox to everything had changed, we're It's All Been Done, the podcast. Big dog, barking dog, biting dog, it's my co-host Evan. He's not a bag of bones, he's so much more, but he's got a wicked soul. Still, his heart can bleed. Sorry, who else has a song called Bag of Bones? <laughs> of course, that would be Bang Bang Romeo. Bang Bang Romeo. English rock band from Anthorpe near Doncaster. Okay, what sort of music did you listen to there, Bag of Bones? It's a uh, pop. Pretty poppy. Okay, Pretty cool, poppy, cool. like a, a big old, uh, I'm trying to think of a pop uh, artist. Katy Perry. Katy Perry. Okay, Bang Bang Romeo is Katy Perry-esque. Yep, yep. Sort of In the sense were, that they both make pop music. Yeah, they were... Uh, the lead-in for Pink's Beautiful Trauma Tour. All right. Back in 2018. Would be a good... Um, um, they were, uh, they're were going to headline at the uh, Loud Woman Festival in wow. 2021. Are they loud women? Their singer is a loud plus-sized woman. Okay, I and, see. And uh, she's very open about it, and it is wonderful. Very open about being a woman? Being plus-sized. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, plus, <laughs> yes, I'm a plus, woman. Plus-sized women can still be a beautiful and objects oh, wow. of desire, which I guess is a double-edged sword. <laughs> Do you think Lil Romeo has sued them in the past? Um, I think they started their band as a threat to him. <laughs> bang, bang, Romeo. <laughs> Romeo. Oh, you watch your back. I feel like it would be a good Jeopardy category where they have those like before and afters, like... This podcast, hosted by Scott Ackerman, opened up for Pink's tour, and the answer is Comedy Bang Bang Romeo. Is that a good Jeopardy category? Did I do it? Man, I don't know if any of them they got on Jeopardy could answer that question. Brother, yeah. you need to get me on Jeopardy. Well, that's like a, that's like a, pub, a pub trivia question. Yeah, it is also yeah. a pub trivia question. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I've never been to a good one of those. Pub trivia? Mm-mm. Oh, man. I, fu- I love pub. I don't have time for it in my life anymore. I heard you were pretty good at it, though. Uh, brother, they had to shut down the pub trivia <laughs> where we used to go because our team won every week, which was, I mean, nobody wanted to play anymore. Well, they didn't shut it down. They shut down the concept. It was at Old North Arcade, which is a barcade mm. up here in Columbus, Ohio. Best barcade in Columbus. It sure is. And uh, it was nerd trivia every Monday. Mm. And our team Idiots. fucking shut it down. Shut it down. That's how I met friend of the show, Emneer, uh, through bar trivia. Um but uh, yeah, it was fun. We kept getting those free pictures. Bring them on. Get me more drunk. Answer more <laughs> trivia questions. Do they have like pictures of cider and stuff for you guys? Or do they just be beers? I can't remember. I think they must have had pictures of cider because I sure can wow. picture it in my head. Can um, pi- you picture it in your head? Mm-hmm. And then over quarantine, I actually ran pub trivia online for people. Remember that? You never came. No. I don't, <laughs> I don't like trivia in... I like trivia in theory but i don't like it in practice because i never get it and i'm very I, I'm, I'm, ba- I'm bad at thinking like on the spot extemporizing and sure. thinking on the spot and ex- ac- accessing my memories and things like that so i always do very badly at it and it makes me w- not want to do it anymore because i don't like looking stupid because you're not good at it no you're yes. a gifted child if you're not good at something immediately mm. you quit which is what we all do as gifted children yes that's why i'm still doing this podcast because <laughs> i am an you excellent fucking rule at I'm it bro. excellent at this <laughs> Check out our 59 iTunes ratings where we have a 4.3. I practice every day. (laughs) Look in the mirror. Red leather, yellow leather, Ed Robertson, Stephen Page. You are the guy who every time we watch a movie on Amazon, brother, you're hitting that trivia tab. I know you love to know it. I like the trivia tab. It just like scrapes from IMDb, basically. (laughs) So sometimes the trivia will be like about the thing and sometimes it'll be like, 
this the the main lead actress sells tires now in, in Montauk. <laughs> and it's like that's great. Trivia? Yeah, it is. It technically is trivia. Like it's a fact about the show. Yeah, yeah. What is trivia? I guess just a, a snippet of knowledge. A snippet of knowledge that isn't relevant nor useful. It's trivial. I mean relevant, not useful. Okay. It's trivial, right? Yes. Yeah. Trivial knowledge. Trivial knowledge. Yeah. So so by studying by knowing trivia, you have trivialized your life, your experience. You're using the brain that God gave you. <laughs> trying to make me feel You bad. are destroying a divine creation. Uh-huh. Placed into your this little angel Gabriel, Archangel Gabriel, kissed every wrinkle of your brain and just slid it into the uh, bone the bone cage of your skull. Sure. He said, you will be my greatest creation. And then you go down and you're like, I'm going to fill, I'm going to profane this divine receptacle with facts about. Uh-huh. The uh, two characters perfect. in Portal 2 are Peabody and Atlas. <laughs> Does this help me at all, Gabriel? <laughs> he says, actually, yes. <laughs> okay, good. No, that one was put in there straight by the archangel. Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, you can't even look at them. They'll blow, they'll blow out your brains. Angels? Yeah. If you No, angels are fine. Archangels you can look at. Anything above an archangel will kill you. Like uh, If you stare at it. Demi-angel? Or no, a, there's uh, like thrones and powers and dominions. and uh, angel. What's it? <sighs> like Kyria Kanides or something like that. I forget what it's called. CEAs. Yep. yep. Okay. They're just spinning wheels with like wings and fucking hundred eyes. eyes and, yeah. But you can't really like, they're all art. All the artist renderings are just from like the imagination because to look upon them, you'll just be blasted right into cinders. Yeah. So that's why they, we always line. get archangels. Sure. In the Bible, they always come and talk to us because we can't stand anything bigger. Yeah. Girl, are you an angel? Cause, cause, cause you just, cause you look like you have fifty two eyes and a and a, a dog's head. Cause my ears are bleeding when I look at you. <laughs> cause when I look at you, I understand angles I never understood before. There's still a way to do that. You make my brain melt or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could do that. Um, speaking of brain, girl, melting, you look like you are you an angel? Cause you look like you were sent by God to punish the Canaanites. <laughs> Girl, are you an angel? Because I was with my friend and then I looked back at him and he turned into a pillar of salt. Was that your doing? Girl, you an angel because it looks like you just killed the firstborn of every Egyptian you found. I have exhausted my knowledge of the book called Bible. It's the Reign of Frogs, babe. Ah, uh, Reign of Frogs. That's a good one. The plagues. The plagues. plagues of Egypt. Yeah, you got to do that Old Testament shit. That's some good shit. Yeah. That's where they have all the good shit. Yeah, New Testament's kind of sad. Is it? I wait. I mean, Old Testament's like, where God is mean. If you right? do like, yeah. If you go head to head, New and Old Testament, right? Yeah, God's like way what, chill. Did God mellow out? I mean, what happened to God? Well, He created a little baby that was also Him, okay. but also a ghost. Having it, and then a it knew the whole time that it was going to die and sit at His father, sit at His right hand, but also be Him and also be a ghost. <laughs> and then, uh, so everything that happened to it was preordained, and mm-hmm. so it had no free will. But also, for some reason, the fact that it got killed. Uh, resonates with us right and uh yo remember that remember when god made that really cool <laughs> remember remember when <laughs> remember when god, god made that really cool garden and he said like you can do whatever you want but uh, i just I, I need you to name stuff for me and we we're like yeah okay we'll name shit and then but just don't eat this apple and then the little serpent's like pss, 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 excuse me ladies you want that sweet apple I'm that apple that's the original san right and that's not our fault because we were made stupid okay. but it is our fault and everyone goes to hell because of it okay. until jeebus comes around uh-huh. and then jeebus is like oh by the way uh god is gonna you know retcon all that okay so it's great but everybody before that goes to the first layer of hell but doesn't exist anymore sure it's just purgatory the first layer of hell is the good one 
the first layer of hell is the good one. Yeah, that's, yeah. The, that's if you're going to hell, that's the one you'd want that's to go the one to. You want to be but in. now it's just purgatory. I think the Catholic Church got rid of it. Oh man, that's a bummer. Well, it's still the same place. Can the Catholic? They just, they just re- rebranded it. Oh, okay, good rebranding effort. That's fun. Yeah. Can the Catholic? So the Catholic Church is allowed to just sort of. Uh, they have to have like a papal bull issued on it. But I mean, how does that negate? All of God's mandates previously. It's not negating God's mandates. It's, it's figuring. Speaking through it's, the it's yeah. It's figuring through or like them figuring out they just had got the wording wrong. Because sure. again, we are butt mouthpieces for you know. The we divine. are butt mouthpieces. But <laughs> God's <laughs> butt to my ears. God's farts. Oh, to hear them, yeah. glorious. So anyway, the cheapest die, and he make away all that swin. He make it away. We'd be good. The and then he goes died. up to heaven. He'd bake away all the swim. He'd bake away the swim. He gets yeah. tortured for two days or four days or whatever, seven days. I don't know. Speaking of getting tortured for seven days, let's get to this week's song. <laughs> this, <laughs> this week's song is called Bag of Bones. And brother, if you've never heard it, this sample will not yeah. do it justice. Brace yourself. Yeah, I, I should probably just play the whole three minute song here, but no. Here's a little sample. Kevin, there you go. You've, yeah, you're never going to get those 30 seconds back of your brain. Jesus. That's occupy a part of your s- skull forever. What a fucking, su- this song is buck-ass wild. The first notes I have on this song are, am I having a stroke? <laughs> What's my first note? Like I thought something had gone wrong in my head. My first note is, fuck, is this the monster match? Yeah, Which there's was... like werewolves. Like, yes, there's howling wolves. Listeners, we'll pull back the uh, curtain a little bit. We are recording this on Halloween. Oh, we are. Holy shit, it is Halloween today. Mm-hmm. God damn, what a perfect Halloween song. Mm-hmm. Wow, we yeah. should have released this episode last week. <laughs> I done a double? We could have recorded. Yeah, that would have been so good. <laughs> We could have called an emergency sh- session of no, neither of us have any time ever it's... to do anything. Um, this there's absolute. I don't use the word. I've tried to cut crazy and insane out of my vocabulary mm-hmm. slowly. Mm-hmm. Wild. I do wild. not Replace feel them with bad wildness. using insane to describe this song. This song is so fucking crazy. This song is unfettered. It's, it's totally <laughs> off the fucking dog leash. Um, so. Yeah, the, like one second into the song, we are already just they, in a different universe. It's a sixth level wizard casting freedom of movement on themselves and then <laughs> taking off all their clothes and running through town and no one can grab them. What is freedom of movement? Just, no one can, no grab, one can grab You can't be grappled. You can't be restrained in any way. I do love that. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. I wrote in my notes that now I'm doubting it, looking at them again. This is the most Kev of Kev songs. Hmm. Hard to say. I would say this is a aspect of Kev's personality. Just yeah. this, this bonkersness. Yeah, because you're right. A really, a truly Kev song would somehow mix this with sadness. Yes. Not that this song isn't sad. No, I guess it's got some. It's got some maudlin undertones. Yeah, something bad has happened to the narrator. Something is wrong. The rug has been pulled out from under our speaker. Mm-hmm. He feels betrayed by it. Um. Yeah, it was all up in smoke. Now Every- I know. Now, now I know, and now I can see the joke. It was a joke, and it was on me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then we just get into fucking 
yeah, total random bullshit. Do you territory. think that like Kev wrote the song and then like he's like, well, I know we're all supposed to contribute to each other's songs. What do you want to do? And the boys got together like, <laughs> what if we just like <laughs> big dog? Ty was like big dog barker dog, big dog barker dog. And Kev's like, oh, oh come on, guys. And he's like, it's in, it's in, print it. Ed, Ed just laughs and they're just like they're just fucking slapping each other on the back. Ed, Jim, and Ty. Yeah. And Kev's just shrinking smaller and smaller. Provide context for listeners who may not have heard this song before. This is the Bohemian Rhapsody of Bare Naked Ladies. Yeah. Uh, this song goes through changes and growth. It sounds like four different songs slapped together. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, this does feel like it was written by committee in the best way possible. Um, yeah. I mean, it's hit my hand. I fucking loved this fucking song. I enjoyed it. It ruled. I enjoyed it, yeah. Yeah. I think people on our Discord were like, oh, I can't wait till they rip <laughs> apart Bag of Bones. Well, fuck you all. <laughs> this song rules. Um, yeah, but but yeah, it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. I, I want to know what his Bag of Bones is. Because he it's talks his body, about... body, isn't it? Well, I don't know. In the, in the bridge, in one you of the bridges... think it's a literal bridges, sack full of uh, like tibias? Well, because we have these dogs who are a critical part of the song... And throwing these bones to the dogs presumably, you know, appeases them or, you know, does... does I, I don't know. I, I felt like there was some link between the dogs and the bones. I think there was a link between the dogs and the bones in as much as there was a link between any of the musical interludes of the song. Which is to say, there isn't any. I think you're just not looking at this song critically enough. Okay, well, explain it to me. Please I think break it down. Because you said throwing bones to the dogs, but there's no reference of that. Well, the bones could be a way to tempt the dogs, the very dogs that hurt him. And yet again, is the narrator going to be a rube many times over? He's getting this, this bag of bones back so he can throw them to the dogs, the very dogs that continue to bite him. This is a story about a man who continually tries to wade into the social morass and becomes burned by people who dislike him or people who don't respect him. And yet he keeps getting those bag of bones. You know, I believe the lyric is... Uh, you know, all I want is for everything to be all right again. And then I'll bring back my bag of bones. I'll get them back to you guys. Okay, you guys can make fun of me again. You know, I'm going to try to be your friend again. And then those big dogs, barking dogs, biting dogs are just going to bite my ass yet again. All I want is everything to be all right again. And then I'll bring back my I don't know. Just a thought. Yeah, it sounds like you don't know. <laughs> Your idea was nothing. Your idea was we'll never know. Oh no, it wasn't that. It was that they just they sounded good, or that the song was written by committee. And uh, yeah, you know, you know, two D six, my band. Uh-huh. Uh, we do once every album, sometimes twice an album. We'll just do a song where like. In my phone, I'll keep like random couplets that I write that I'm like, this is a fun couplet. I don't know what I'll use it for. And then I'll find out that, oh, I'm never going to use it. So I'll just write a song where it's like all fun couplets together that have nothing to do with one another. Mm-hmm. And those are fun to just write and just sing songs about nothing. So you think this is a very good ladies. I think that Kev has a, has a very clear idea in his head of what he's singing about. I don't know how the dogs fit into it. So you think that's the part where the other Brennan ladies were biting him as their barking dogs do. Basically. Okay. Yeah, I mean, because, I mean, the dogs are not... Well, the only time the dog is mentioned in the in the actual Kev part of the song uh-huh. is 
when he talks about, hey, Miss jo- Mrs. Jones, I saw you last week walking your dog way down the street. Yeah. You said you feel lost. I know what it's like when the blind lead the blind into the night. So the dog is leading Mrs. Jones. Yes. But again, what does that have to do with big dogs barking dogs, well, biting the, dogs? If the dogs are his tormentors, then maybe they don't even know what they're doing. Maybe they're not tormenting on purpose. The blind are leading the blind here, right? Well, okay, maybe. Okay, so we'll, we'll, we'll bridge off of your idea. Sure. In that the dogs are integral to the song. <laughs> and uh, so the dog, he's, he's saying that not that there is dogs, big dogs, biting dogs, barking dogs, bad, all bad things, right? Yes. I mean, not, not big dogs, big dogs in general, neither good nor bad, big dogs. but okay, I'm not a big fan of big dogs. Either. Okay. But the dogs walking, Mrs. Jones walking her dog, but the dog is leading her means that there is some good in the dogs yet. So, so I he's don't... saying the reason why I want to get back into my life, like you said, is because he sees there is some value in being amongst the dogs with his bag of bones. Yeah. Even though they're after his bone. They got to grapple on that bone. Yeah. See, I felt like the, when the dog was leading Mrs. Jones, she couldn't control him. She was just being dragged behind this big dog, Well, right? she's saying walking. Okay, yeah. So and the, and the I, dog like, is, walking the dog implies that you're in control of him, but not always. I mean, yeah. listen, read some fucking Marmaduke, buddy. That genuinely hilarious comic strip <laughs> or Owen Wilson movie. Uh, did you remember there was a Marmaduke movie? I no. didn't until this moment. No. We need to watch that some night. No. <laughs> Get together and watch no. Marmaduke. Like Garfield 2 and Marmaduke. Yeah. Oh, Just the double feature you need. Fuck yes. But no, never going to do that. Was um, there a Jabberjaw movie? No. I don't think so. I feel like so. I'm, having, I'm having like a, a Mandela effect like where I remember like that Sinbad uh you know, ge- yeah. genie movie that never happened. Yeah. But like there's like a Mar- there's like a Jabberjaw movie. Jabberjaw movie. Um, nope. There was okay. a short. There was fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. No. Um, oh, maybe there was a cartoon movie, but not ah, a real that's, one. Okay, yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, but yeah. So I I felt like you know the tormentor didn't know what it was doing because it was running on instinct and it was pulling behind it Mrs. Jones who mm-hmm. I don't know what her role in the song is specifically. <laughs> maybe she's other people. Maybe she's people who these who follow these tormentors. The, the tormentors are the popular kids, right? Well, she says she feels lost. Of course she does. You feel lost in middle and high school. Okay. This now we're now this is set in high school. Yes. Okay. <laughs> it makes right. it fits with my thoughts. So. So it's memories true. of scenery are floating in my head. All I want is for everything to be all right again, and then I'll bring back my bag of bones to class. Exactly. Yes. You know, speaking <laughs> of Mrs. Jones, the same page here. real quick. <laughs> speaking of Mrs. Jones, this is the Kingdom Hearts podcast. Our <laughs> intertwined. <laughs> Um, isn't it amazing that Kev chose the phrase way down the street instead of like upon Sycamore Street or like some <laughs> wild specific from his childhood? Yes. Um, I don't know. Uh, but I mean, that's truly the lyrics were obviously very hard to read. You think there's nothing there. Yeah. I still hear the dogs, but it's getting dark up in smoke. We're lost in the fog and everything has gone to the dogs. Right. So the dogs are unequivocally bad in this. Yes. Or at least in Kev's eyes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're so, only seeing it from... Well, he's not an omniscient narrator. They want to get his bones. 
They want his bones. Yeah. They want his bones. Do you think, oh, are the dogs all the, like, the fangirls, the Kev, the Kev Hearn Ooh, groupies? That, yes, uh, which the Fangirls here. and fanboys that are after him constantly. And he's, he's like, just, I just want to be alone with my puppets. He needs a break. Listen, I'm going to bring back my bag of bones <laughs> one day, ladies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but for right and now. And you know, his bag of bones. I need to take care of him. Yeah, he's the, he was the, Bare Naked Ladies have gone on record as saying he's the, uh, the most the flirtiest. Yeah. Which is wild, man. I don't know. Well, I don't know. He seems like. He seems like he could he could pull it off like the sort of soft spoken like the guy who is a good listener. Yeah. First off, and then when he does talk, it's always kind of funny. Like yeah. he'll like he'll like I've known people like that who uh you know do do quite well in the dating scene. Okay. You know, listen and then they occasionally interject with something either thoughtful or or humorous. Sniper shot. Yeah, who yeah. wouldn't who wouldn't want that as a partner? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Or a one night stand. Yeah, I'm a scattershot boy. I just say anything. You just say a lot of stuff. Sometimes it all... hits, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. What are you? You're a pistol. A pistol. <laughs> I got six jokes in me, and when I'm done, I leave. That's right. No, then you just click for the rest yeah. of the night. Yeah. Like, I got six good jokes, but I'll just good. keep fire. I'll just keep dry firing afterwards. Right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, a revolver. Boy, oh boy. I, I mean, I. What? What even? What? What can? Where can you what, start on this song? What even can you say about this song? <laughs> like, let's talk about the spooky little solo. Let's talk about how great of a Halloween song this is, right? Yes. Where Kev laughs like Dracula after the bridge, yes. and we have this. Was that Kev laughing? Do you think? I, I think it was. it was somebody else. Oh, I, don't, okay. I don't think Kev can get that deep. Yeah. So <laughs> it 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 made me think that this was supposed to be a spooky song. Yeah. Bag of- Yeah, I mean it's musically. This sounds like boss level music to me. They're like boom, yeah, boom, it does. Boom, I do like, like a that. fucking Mario level where you're fighting one of Bowser's little boys. Yeah, little okay, Don, little Donnie Bowser. Yeah, I bet, you, right. I bet you know all their names. Uh, can I name all seven Koopalings? How fun is this going to be for our listeners to I don't listen c- to? This isn't for them. It's never been for them. Larry, Lemmy, Roy, Susie, Ludwig. Mm, I hit a roadblock, uh, and I'm sure our listeners pray are to the Archangel Gabriel for assistance. Screaming out their names right now, uh, and I've got Larry Lemmy. They're all beginning with L's. No, just Larry and Lemmy. Oh, Ludwig. <laughs> Ludwig, Roy, Susie, is the girl. There has to be a token girl. I don't Isn't know. There They're Co- all named after people. Is there a Koopa Junior? Bowser Junior's. Uh, different than the Koopalings. Oh. The Koopalings aren't Bowser's kids. What are Bowser Jr. is his only kid. What are the Koopalings? Great question. Nintendo's never really answered it. They are just people, who, kids who follow Bowser. Oh. But oh. yeah, they're not his Big children. Big dogs barking dogs. Big dogs barking dogs. They're all named after uh, famous celebrities. Did you know that? Roy Koopa's named after Roy Orbison. Um, Ludwig von Beethoven. Ludwig von Beethoven. So they're, they're Larry real. Larry is named after Larry King. <laughs> Larry, very scattershot celebrity 100%. names. One hundred percent. God, it's gonna bother me until I fucking remember who the last Koopalings are. <laughs> this is such a bad podcast. Uh, the Koopalings that I'm forgetting are Iggy after Iggy Pop, of course. Oh, and I said Susie. It's Wendy. Morton is the other one I've forgotten. Named after. Uh, named after. Great question. Morton Downey Jr. Who the fuck is Morton Downey Jr.? Famed talk show host who pioneered the trash TV format. Fair enough. All right. There you go. <laughs> Interesting. 
So anyway, I got like really <laughs> big, uh, like they might be giants energy from this song. Oh, one hundred percent. Yes, this could have been from a they might be giants album. Absolutely. I think one of my biggest complaints was that I wanted them to use real horns instead of like the synth synths. Yeah, I. Is there no real horns on this? Maybe they tricked me. Did you? Did, were they, they? You think they were fake horns? I think they they sounded fake to Jesus me. Jesus Christ. I searched for fake nudes and I forgot that that's just going to lead me straight to, of course, uh, deep fake pornography <laughs> on the internet. Um, now we have real saxophone on Bag of Bones and real trumpet. Hmm. Michael Ray plays the trumpet and Steve Berlin plays the saxophone oh, on this song. Meep. Yeah. Well, they sounded fake. <laughs> okay, cool. But I got to say, fucking, there's a fake ending. It's like a, it brings in saxophones. Like, is there anything this song can't so, do? So, yeah, it's like, it gets this weird synth solo and I fucking loved that. Yes, it was great. Like that. Then it gets all like Brian Wilson on the bridge. But here's the thing. Like it's like 70s trippy uh, and there's like the spooky laughter after the bridge. But like is there a bridge or is it it's just the, the different it's the chorus because he does it twice because i thought the memories of scenery <laughs> but then he does it again yeah. so it's it's the chorus You're of the song well the chorus is big dogs barking dogs or is dogs. it i think this is a song that is not so easily <laughs> categorized this song doesn't necessarily have a chorus it or has... maybe so it has two bridges that are the same bridge yeah I think this is where uh, someone more versed in musical theory would be beneficial yes. to our examination. Uh, yeah, I don't think this song this this song has two choruses, and each of them are separate. I think that's okay. And then it also has a a weird um, sort of variant on the chorus mm -hmm. when we get Ed in the mix to do his famous mouth turntablism. Oh my god! Oh, I man. fucking lost it at this part. Big dogs. Why not? Genius level. I feel like this song. Kev's like, okay, guys, I got three quarters of a song. Could you guys? And then they just like did one of their extemporaneous bits, like where they do like sing about candles or you know Fucking the local tire tire dealership that yeah. they went to to get the bus tires fixed. Like last time know. they did that, they came out of it with one week. So and now <laughs> they came out with bag of bones. So they should fucking do this shit more often because it rules. Um, I swear, Ed at one point says Bob Barker. Like you have to listen <laughs> for it, but. I'm fairly sure he Why name drops. not? Yeah. I was looking at the bloopers, and they were talking about uh, one of the bloopers was them doing the laying down the background for this. Yeah, and uh, they were gonna say big dogs. Why? <laughs> they were doing it like big <laughs> dogs, barking dogs, <laughs> like D A W A G S. Like, and then Ed's like, no, I like it better when we just say dogs. And they're like, oh yeah, I like big dogs bark instead of dogs. Yeah, that has absolutely no rhythm. To it. <laughs> big dogs, a barking dog. Well, he made it. You made it. Wow. Unreal. I need to watch this bloopers. And then uh, um, Kev was dancing to the song. Yeah. And, uh, um, oh, so Kev likes it. Yeah. And then uh, then Gavin was like, I need this to be more feisty. More feisty? <laughs> yes. I also found out something very sad. Uh-huh. Ed listens to the Bill Burr podcast. Well, okay. Keeps him. What keeps is Bill Burr? Bill Burr is that comedian. Uh, he was in The Mandalorian. He was on SNL. And he had that sort of like 
towing. He's like one of those, I don't want to say a shock jock. He's not even that, that close, but he's like one of those, like, I keep waiting for him to fuck up really bad. Okay. Like, he's going to do a himself. full, like, Dave Chappelle. Sure. And he kind of toes the line every time I see him, and I'm like, I don't want, I, I don't think he's funny, first of all. Not right. Yet, but, like, I keep waiting for him to do something terrible because he seems like one of those comedy's no good if it doesn't offend someone. Yeah. Like, people. And, yeah. You know, and it's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. Bill's my, Bill Burr's my in my Deadpool for cancel, canceling. Yeah. Um, so why, so you, you think that Ed is being mind poisoned? Yeah, because like Bill Burr seems like, I mean, it's not like a Joe Rogan podcast, but like, it seems like an older, more conservative comedian podcast, like, like a, like a Norm MacDonald. Well, where where he's not bad in and of itself, but like, he's just, he's sort of a dinosaur comedically speaking where he still makes like offhanded racial slurs as part of his jokes and like things like that. Yeah. That checks out. Well, I I wonder because we know that Ed is a a woke and gentle being, right? Yes. <laughs> like during the pandemic, we saw you know he was very thoughtful with what he mm-hmm. said, and like so the Bill Burr podcast, maybe he just like it just hearing, flows over him like water. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's just he might as well be listening to a white noise. Yeah, he hears like here's like a bunch of like anti trans stuff, and he's like, I wonder what that means. <laughs> oh, so you he just doesn't get it? He just doesn't know what trans he just doesn't means. get it. Well, he doesn't understand it in that context. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I got to ask Kev about this. <laughs> you know, knows. the guy who wrote Invisible Fence. Yeah, all right. We're all pink on the inside. Oh, my God. Fucking Kev. I don't know. Kev has 100% redeemed himself in my eyes from Invisible F- Was that this album? Yeah. Jesus Christ. We've been doing this podcast for so long. Everything is blurring together. Invisible Fence may have been on Maybe You Should Drive. I don't even remember anymore. This feels like the... This has felt like the longest BNL album. Yeah. Has it not? Yes. Yeah. It feels like we've been doing fake news forever the thing is i've liked it by and large like i'd say by and large i've liked this better than the previous two albums that's probably true yeah what were the previous two silver bell yeah you're right better than that silver bell sucks and not all in good time no fucking we've i can't do this podcast anymore silver ball and grinning streak Grinning streak. oh god yeah. grinning streak was garbage trash ass bitch <laughs> jeez <laughs> Wow, wow, wow! I'm into it. I wouldn't say we've hit the level of like previous Brennan Ladies albums, but for the most part, they're experimenting again, which is nice. They're doing weird things. They're making great, like fucking catchy choruses mm-hmm. on the things that they're I not. I think they're they're doing experimenting, and I think it's hitting more often for me more often than it's not. They're going back to. I, don't, I, hesitate, I hesitate to say this, but like old BNL, where they'll be like, "Hey, let's do this song." I don't know, like an '80s remix. Yeah. Hey, let's do this song just. Yeah. whatever yeah you know? uh, yeah it doesn't always hit but. i think i think they've pushed through their like need to please yes and they're like well i'm tired of writing songs about steve oh. i'm tired of write trying to write hits you know we're just gonna write what we love have this makes me so excited never work for, a day in our lives so excited for detour to force really yes if they've gotten over their want to please then detour to force is gonna be a fucking banger tis it I don't know. I'm just speculating based on what you said. Well, I am putting you down as being in love with Detour de Force. <laughs> you have no expectations for it. Uh, buddy, brother, <laughs> I got no expectations for anything anymore. <laughs> You're just overthinking yep. about things yep. in general. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah, I uh, honestly, this is my, this might be my new, mm-hmm. this is a big one, favorite Kev tune. Hmm. I did like the ending where like you got into the jazz club and it's like a lounge singer oh with like the, the doo-wop and the sax. It's a smooth lounge tune. Yeah, yeah, the sax pops in. It's kind of a fake out ending. Like, I fucking loved it. It was genius. Bag of
But uh, yeah, I'm, I I just I love the I I don't think any part of it is going to permanently resonate with me. Except for B dog. Back dog. Probably. Big, big dog and yeah. dog. But I won't remember the verses. I'll remember Ed's turntablism, but like I'll I'll remember another spin better. I'll remember Hidden Sun better, but I think this is my sleeper hit for Kev. Yeah, this is a this is a um summertime where we're going to be repeating Big Dogs. Yeah. I'm for... surprised this wasn't on your Halloween mix last night. <laughs> It should have been. There's Dracula in it, and I didn't want to. Didn't want to spoil the moment. Okay, got it. I don't add a song to our mix, my mix until I check it off on the things, because <laughs> the then I never have to worry about it again. Um. Yeah. I don't, is is Kev? Is this? But you know, it was on my mix. Another ghostly song by Kev Hearn. Oh yeah. When you want. Also, pinch me was on your fucking. Pinch me is a great fucking song. Yeah, but why is it on a Halloween? Or what, it wasn't. It a was Halloween a song mix. that Lucius loves to sing. It's for my birth, my son's birthday. All right, whatever. My son's birthday. This day should be all about my son. I wanted to hear Pack of Bones. Um, I'll play it for you on your birthday. Is this an annoying song? It could be. Okay. I feel like it could it could get very annoying very like, quickly. Is this is Kev the new Jim in terms of like could this song be a uh, I love you or a spider in my room? It's not gross it, enough to be an I love you. It's so experimental though as to be like a uh, can you listen to this song 5 it, times in a row? Yes. It hangs together better for me than 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 did like Spider in my room or I love you. I'll buy that. Like I think it's a better song overall. Yeah. Um but I'd have to go back and listen to those songs again now. Yeah. To see if I'm if I have changed as a person. Yeah, I'm kind of curious too. Fine. But yeah, I don't. I just, I don't know. I like I plain and simple. This one annoyed me less. I, but I just wondered <laughs> if it was annoying. That's period. our rating scale, folks. How annoying <laughs> is it? <laughs> How many times could you listen to this song? Yes. Not would you, but could you? Ev, did you have anything else about this song? Nope. I mean, like. Yeah, all my notes are like, what the literal fuck is happening? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. The first couple of times, and I never really became numb to it. Every time I listened to it, it was still like someone splashing me with cold water. Mm-hmm. Like, Jesus fucking, this is a Brandon Good Lady song, how it should be. Hey, by the way, you mentioned the Heavy Giants. The Heavy Giants have a new album out. The Heavy Giants have never stopped being the Heavy Giants. Mm-hmm. If you listen to fucking Apollo 18 and you listen to their new one, it's like still so weird and so fun and mm-hmm. so interesting. Like that's Bernie ladies could have been the Heavy Giants and just done weird shit their whole careers. And it kind of bums me out that they had this period in the middle where people kind of dropped off the train where, I don't know, just listening to the new, new the Heavy Giants album made me think about the stupid band that we listened to. I'm very sorry for you. It's Okay. I enjoyed it. Please, on behalf of Bare Naked Ladies, please accept this apology, Saker, for them not being as good as you wanted them to be. And? And they have... edible arrangement. They are mailing you a $40 gift certificate to Fuddruckers. Where's the nearest Fuddruckers? <laughs> there used to be a bunch, but I think they all closed. Oh, yeah. They became Dave & Buster's. This is, this is, oh. I don't know. Probably. Well, then Dave & Buster's. They'll mail you a 40 dollars gift certificate. Can you imagine arcade machines? Do you think you can get Dave & Buster's door dashed? I'm sure you can get movie. You can go to AMC and get it door dashed. Holy shit. You can get popcorn and hot dogs door dashed. I would really, I would like to pay $180 for cold popcorn. Yeah. It's a, it's a wild concept, but if you really, Hey man, yeah, I know if you want to, if you, if you fever that ADHD, I mean, AMCD popcorn, (laughs) sorry, I was, I've got ADHD on the brain. (laughs) Literally. Uh, Eva, why don't you tell me which mascot this song is about? Mascot, mascot. Uh Uh-oh, I didn't write one. No, I'm kidding. It's right here. 
It is, of course, the John Kasser voiced famous Bagabones himself from the eponymous HBO late night series. A lot of Tales up. from the Crypt. Oh. It's the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> yes. Well, I swore you would have chosen a dog for this one. No. Hey, <laughs> okay, like Scruff McGrove for. Okay. Oh, Scruff McGrove doesn't give a shit about bones. Uh, well, he's a dog. He gives a shit about crime. I and see. Stopping crime. Okay. But uh, conversely, but speaking the of which, Keeper, the Crypt Keeper was introed in Crime Patrol number fifteen in nineteen forty nine. What is? Is it a comic book? It was a comic book. Yeah. Wait, the Crypt Keeper is a comic character. He was originally a comic character. Yeah, Tales I from the Crypt no... was originally a comic book. What? Yeah, it went through like seventeen iterations, like different. They had different names, but he was a originally started out as a very spooky character who yeah. would introduce like because Crime Patrol was like a. Uh, like an anthology where it would tell different sorts of stories and the spooky ones he would be involved in. Okay. And he was pretty fucking scary back then. He like, yeah. you know, but then he became funnier. And uh, so he was like a sort of back in the day, he was like a hermit who sat in like a lightless crypt. Well, and uh, he was, was he still dead? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's always been. A- he was originally meant to be sort of terrifying, but then he evolved into a more comedic presence to sort of like balance the like cracking puns to sort of balance the horridness of the, you know, morality tales that right. he told right um, okay interesting now does he have any interest in dogs i'm sure there's been some yes, tales from the yes, yes, about yes. dogs yes they the dogs try to steal his bones whenever they're around well shit okay yeah. so yeah he's a short decaying man with long hair who usually wears a suit or cloak mm-hmm. but um he was born from according to his apocrypha enoch a two-faced sideshow performer and Mer- Mirana, a 4,000-year-old mummy. Oh, okay. So a sideshow performer fucked a mummy? Yeah. In what universe? How did that happen? In the same universe where all the sort of weird shit that he talks about happens. So was he born looking like this? He was born dead, yeah. Wow. He was born dead. Yep. Okay. So his most famous appearance, of course, for us, for us uh, Xennials and uh, Gen X and probably some Millennials as well, um, uh, 89 to 96 Tales from the Crypt on HBO it did seven seasons 93 episodes had a 1995 film Demon Knight uh-huh. also had uh, Bordello of Blood in 96 and uh, did you know that the Frighteners and bo- both the Frighteners and From Dust Till Dawn were, were pitched as Tales from the Crypt movies but they never wow. got yeah they didn't get picked up wow no I had no so, idea uh, and then he had, a, he had a cartoon on Saturday morning 1993 called uh, Tales from the Crypt Keeper which was um, he had a more a sillier thing and they they had a child psychologist on staff wow to make sure that the jokes weren't too spooky uh and then there was something i need to watch called secrets of the crypt keepers haunted house uh-huh. which ran for one season in uh, like some canadian broadcasting where it's like dungeons of the hidden temple but the crypt keeper it's a game show it's a game show kids compete in elaborate haunted houses that sounds incredible so yeah there's a so basically tales from the crypt was famous for you know it's a who's who's of like 80s and 90s celebrities it's got like schwarzenegger bill paxton really brad dorif like yeah it, john john stamos dan Aykroyd, jada pinkett okay. you know katie siegel tim curry you know right you and McGreg- mcgregor whoopi goldberg wow you've never we saw at least one tales from the crypt because i showed you that one where the guy eats a whole stick of butter oh yeah that's a good one you're right i have seen a good that one. one yeah and, and they're basically morality tales like yeah everybody who well at least i i, I can't say to have seen the whole you know, spread of Tales from the Crypts, but all that I watched, everyone who gets what's, everyone gets what's coming to them. Right. Um, from a supernatural perspective, usually you've killed your wife or, you know, that sort of thing. So, but uh, the Tales from the Crypt, the Crypt Keeper himself, uh, 
He is a sadomasochist who revels in uh, inflicting and receiving pain. Okay. So, uh, for instance, like he says, oh, I've got a headache. And then uh, he gets his head, at the end of the episode, he gets his head cut off to relieve the pain of his headache. Just so he doesn't have a head anymore. Uh, But he also has the ability to catch people whom he tortures and kills. For instance, uh, the intro to a uh, series, he tears out a chef's eye. Uh, He's uh, drained someone's blood. Uh, because he says he's practicing to be a vampire. (laughs) He throws a Christmas elf into a fireplace. Um, There's one meta episode where it goes into like the Tales from the Crypt staff and uh, he he hits a member of the writing staff with a mallet and crushes their head. So he is is very bloody handed. Very much breaking the fourth wall. Yes, yes. Okay. So here we are. Crypt Keeper. Bag of Bones. Right. Obviously the song. Um, before we move on, can I ask you a few things about the Crypt Keeper? Sure. Did you ever watch the cartoon? Uh, no. Okay, we need to watch some of that. But number two, this is a picture of the Crypt Keeper as a baby that I found, right? That's so a, that's a fucking nightmare. How did the Crypt Keeper grow if he was born dead? The dead can grow. Okay. How did a sideshow performer fuck a mummy? I, and I, the mummy give birth? I don't. I guess. I mean, mummies. They're, they. They're systems. How did Bobcat, a, a puppet, come alive and kill Bobcat Goldthwait? Now there you've got me. I can't explain that and no one can. All right, fair enough. All right, keep going. Sorry about that. So yeah, uh, now I know. Now I can see. It was a joke. It was on me. Mm-hmm. He's famous for his puns. Telling joke. Up in smoke, we're lost in the fog. You have to go through that foggy crypt to get right. to there. Everything's gone to the dogs. The dogs metaphorically being death. Okay. Um, the crypt keeper himself. Uh, Mrs. Mrs. Jones, of course, would be uh, what's, uh, Kathy Siegel's character in the episode uh, about where she bakes people into pies i believe and then gets killed at the end and baked into a pie by somebody else um so memories of scenery are floating in my head of course is the memories of that long winding staircase going down to visit the crypt keeper uh-huh. um so it's you know the pro the the um all i want is the, the important part is kev goes meta with this where all i want is for everything to be all right again and then i'll bring back my bag of bones the bag of bones in this case refers to the crypt keeper himself because the crypt keeper the tales from the crypt is owned by um i believe it's paramount but i'm not sure but the crypt keeper himself is owned by somebody else oh so no there's light licensing issues because the crypt keeper is a part of a comic book character right tales from the crypt is not from the comic book itself. So um, there was going to be a Tales from the Crypt reboot, I think in 2014 with M. Night Shyamalan was involved. And they couldn't involve the Crypt Keeper. So there's been a couple tries to reboot uh, Tales from the Crypt because they can't get the rights to the Crypt Keeper. They never get off the ground. Okay. So it's, uh, and John John Kasser, his voice has been voiced to him from the beginning all the way through. Is he still around? That's all he does. Yeah, Yeah, he's still alive. Okay. And uh, I mean, Tales from the Crypt is only in the late late 80s, early, mid 90s. So 40 years ago. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, 20, 26, 20, yeah. yeah, so 87 to 96. So, okay. You know, he's probably in his 60s. Yeah. All right. So, fair enough. Um, so, yeah, but these Tales from the Crypt reboots, all I want is for the Crypt Keeper to be back, everything to be all right again. Then I'll bring back my bag of bones. Sure. That's what the Crypt Keeper says. Can we have a Tales from the Crypt without the Crypt Keeper? <sighs> yeah, it's called like American Horror Story. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I t- mean, the, thing, the thing is, like, it's a, it's not a called American because it's like, it's schlocky. Not, it's yeah, schlocky. schlocky. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got a. It's, it's a, a creep show. Very fifties sensibility. It's not even a creep show. Yeah. What is it? There is no. I mean, you could have it. It's got a very pulp sensibility about yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. It's very much comic booky. I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. Over the top. Sure. And sure. I guess American Horror Story is that too. And we had the, we've had a renaissance of like horror anthologies. So oh yeah. I think now would be the time to bring it back. For sure. Because yeah. we've got like the what Lovecraft Country. We've got 
American Horror Story, obviously. We've Hill got House slash Bly Manor slash yeah, slash. Um, then there's Monsterland. I don't um, know Monsterland. The Imaginary Lake Monsters, the Nathan Ballingrud stuff. Oh, you've got yeah. Scare 'em Up Good. There's got. Um, Are you just making them up now? The terrifying Hour with Jim Belushi. <laughs> nope. Uh, you've got, got Creep Show on Shutter. I'm listing real ones. Uh, Piss me deadly. On, Piss me deadly, which is on Tubi. Um, to be continued, which is also on Tubi. Yes, uh, you've got Who Be Continued, which is on Hulu. <laughs> uh, you've got Net Be a Lady Tonight, which <laughs> is on Netflix. Anyway, um, yeah, it's the time. It's the time to bring it back. Yeah. Do you think they'll ever come to an agreement? I mean, come on, we have. I hope so. Baby, Venom's in the MCU now. It's time to fucking just bring the Crypt Keeper back to his home. Was Venom not in the? No, he was in the Sony verse. Okay. Come on, Ev. You gotta keep <laughs> up on this shit. Or like the Groaniverse. That's their new horror. In the <laughs> Talk about the Groaniverse. Uh, and we're all in the Coroniverse, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh no, he's vibrating so fast. He's going through the chair. Um, do you ever get scared thinking about what if your molecules vibrated so fast that you went through something and then they stopped vibrating and when you I was occupied in... the same mass? Excuse me with, with the thing. Sorry, go ahead. When I was in fourth grade, I learned about like that, like that you're made of like tiny little molecules, uh-huh. things like that. So I kept taking my finger and touching it against my desk, like tapping it. Right. And the hopes that one, one way my molecules will line up and I could just go right through the desk. Right. Did never happened. Right. But I did I did wear off the skin on the tip of my finger and it, I got, it really hurt. You did it that much? Yeah, I really wanted to go through the you table. You fucked up. You're a very strange person. <laughs> a troubled child, okay? <laughs> Ebo. I've struggled real hard to be adjusted. Well, I was about to move on, but we got to decide who would win in the Crypt Keeper versus the Trix Rabbit. So the Trix Rabbit is a master of disguise, yes. right? So he can come. But the thing is, the Crypt Keeper is only going to fight in his house of traps. Okay. He's Doesn't not he going to have a house of traps. He doesn't have a house of traps. He has a he has a haunted house, right? Okay. It's full of like vampires, ghouls, werewolves, all sorts of shit, okay. right? It's his he's not going to leave that. He's the crypt keeper. He do, you never see him outside that place. Okay. He's you do see him dressed up then he says he's going to leave, but then he never does. Well, I don't know. I've got some pictures of him here. Uh, on some That's sort the of cartoon. Ho- okay, all right. We'll explain him at a disco party. That's in the crypt. This disco party's in the crypt. Yeah, lots of ladies in there. Okay. This appears to be Times Square. Square. I I hate to tell you that. That's not a real thing. They just (laughs) superimposed that over his back. Those are like, those are um, Zoom backgrounds. (laughs) Okay, this is when he was in quarantine. He's in space in this one. I don't know. Okay, I think you might be lying to me. Okay, I think he does so he can leave the crypt. So let's say he can leave the crypt. Let's in say fact, he, can he makes a cameo appearance in the movie Casper. He does. So he has to have left the crypt. Well, is he in the crypt? I don't know. Fair enough. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, keep going. Sorry. So let's say let's say he can leave the crypt. Uh huh. But he can't be killed. Okay. Right. I guess so because he could chop his head off and. Yeah, he can't be killed conventionally, right? So let's just call it the rest of the album. Well, no, because he can be, he can be defeated. He just can't be killed. Sure. Okay. So the point is to not kill, but to defeat your. Like opponent. yeah, if he. If Mr. He... Clean was just unnecessarily <laughs> cruel. No, no, no. I mean. Defeat can be a stand-in for killing. We've just used killing because it's the it's the easiest way. It's simple, sure. right? Right. So, um, so it doesn't. We, we've you, we've used combat, but it doesn't necessarily have to be combat. It can right. be any chest of skill. Right. Right. Okay. You just need to win. Wow. So you could challenge them to a game. Could is that it's really? It's never been that way. Wow. We've because never we've never set the rules. Explored this possibility. We just let the mascots go go do their thing. Yeah. And I think the tricks rabbit. 
wouldn't be the one to to think of that right right so he's going to try and sneak up on the crypt keeper in disguise right okay but and maybe he does he gets the crypt keeper um entombs him in a uh like a sarcophagus and buries him deep okay right so he wins ostensibly okay but because this is a tales from the crypt and we're in the tales from the cryptiverse now sure he's going to be punished for his transgression right so he's gonna hack up the crypt keeper in the little bits bury the bits everywhere and then be like a telltale heart thing or maybe like um do you think the tricks rabbit is capable of that we, the only way we got him to kill mr clean is by planting a blo- box of uh, lucky chart no tricks cereal tricks, on him yeah yeah so i don't know do you think the tricks rabbit is capable of that of chopping somebody into little pieces if he thinks he's going to get tricks at the end yeah, maybe so. We just tell him that the the vault the 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 t- see there's the trick is the um the tricks. He chops up the crypt keeper, gets the key to the trails from the crypt mansion, oh. goes in thinking that the vault is the crypt oh. itself is full of tricks. Okay, but it's not. It's full of traps. Well, who told him that? Did we tell him that? Probably the crypt keeper. The crypt keeper said, "Chop me up. There's a key in my body." No, no. The crypt keeper let you know let the rumor sort of filter out because the crypt keeper he he goes for the long haul, right? Uh-huh. You know, he's around for them. He's around for decades. Sure. Well, so is a Trick's Rabbit. Actually, Trick Rabbit is, I think, well, Trick's Rabbit is, so, tri- Crypt Keeper is 49, than... and I think the, the Trick's Rabbit is like in the 50s. Okay. So I think they're, they're a similar age. Sure. So, sorry, what was the? <laughs> I'm just saying who thinks, who thinks in the longer term. Okay, okay, okay. I think okay, the Crypt okay. Keeper is capable of it. I don't think the Trick's Rabbit thinks of anything beyond getting tricks. Yes, he's very single-minded. So, yeah, so I think he can be easily tricked in and trapped. Okay. And then tortured probably and so then the crypt keeper just reforms somehow at the end yeah and or it just wasn't the crypt keeper he just hacked up a different body or uh the crypt keeper has a power we're not aware of or you know the crypt keeper doesn't even need to reform okay who knows i think the crypt keeper would beat the tricks rabbit okay. i mean can you think of any way the tricks rabbit could possibly overpower him overpower win <sighs> no i guess not i don't think disguises would help and i mean truly if he is functionally invincible by conventional means, mm-hmm. then yeah, there's no point into even battling. So one of our last two songs here has to be a magic user to even have a chance against the or, crypt or capable of you know outthink outsmarting the crypt keeper. In sure, some way. sure. Or not or, just or just not falling for the crypt keeper's you know shenanigans. Well, well, then it would just be a draw, wouldn't it? No, I think that I think that uh you could you could turn the tables on the crypt keeper. Okay. How do you beat him, though? Well, you, all right, you play a game with him or whatever. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. So somebody's smart. All right, yeah. interesting. All right. Well, we have a new winner, I guess. The, the Crypt, Crypt Keeper. Keeper. Edging out Bumblebee. Nope, this was last album. I don't remember who has won besides for Mr. Clean in yes. this album. Um, all right, interesting. Very good. Well, Ev, I think now it's about time to rate this song. Ev, as usual, we rate the song on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed. The more clothes the song is wearing, the worse it is. The fewer clothes, the better. As usual, we rate the song on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed. The more clothes the song is... Oh, no, I got myself into an endless loop somehow. As usual, we start with you, is what I tried to say there. Ev, how many clothes do you think this song has on? (laughs) Well, I've done it. I finally achieve my life's goal. Uh My kid is all grown up. He's off at college. My partner is gainfully employed and, sell- and independently wealthy uh-huh. and is able to put me through clown college. Oh, yeah. I'm ready to go. Hell yeah, dude. My, I go through the um, 
I go through the gymnastics training. I go through the pratfall, oh, pratfall training. Oh, I go through the squirt thing, how to that squirt rules. and be squirted. Yes. The, the grease painting and yes. whatnot. And finally, it's a time to me to graduate. And they're like, all right, Fbo. All right, Fbo. Choose your persona. And I'm like, okay. I hadn't even considered it. Just like the end of every episode where I don't know I have to, I forget that I have to rate the right? song. I forget that I had to choose a persona. And I'm like, oh God, oh God, oh man, oh geez. Yeah. <laughs> so I get on my little cell phone. Well, actually probably my, this is the far future. So I get my, um, my chat prism spinning, uh-huh. spins up. And then a little picture of uh, my little buddy Seiki's face uh, appears. And I'm like, Seiki, I need to figure out my, my clown, clown outfit, my persona. I need to, so what's the opposite of a celebrity? Uh, oh, uh, a, um, a D-lebrity. A D-lebrity. Okay. Uh, uh, and uh, take, take, give me a syllable. Um, bi. Bo. <laughs> Bibo. <laughs> Bibo the celebrity clown. Okay. That's who I'm going to be. I'm going to be the opposite of the celebrity. I'm going to be the kind that stays behind. Oh. And, and I'm going to be behind the scenes. I'm going to be wearing a um, not blackface. I'm going to be wearing. <laughs> <laughs> a celebrity might wear. No. No. I'm like, you, you can wear one of those like dark like uh, gimp suits. Not, okay. like, not leather though, but the ones that are like that the people who change the. Uh, um, scenery on uh so like a a, a long turtleneck with a, a, a black mock yes, turtleneck yes, and yes. black pants yes. and black socks and black shoes but then i gotta it. wear clothes over it mm-hmm. because when i when my character comes out my celebrity character what's my face paint like my grease paint looks like uh i don't know it's your egg uh i think uh, you have to have uh i can't call attention to myself sure so is it just pure black all over your <laughs> no, face. No, it's not blackface. That's face. not what blackface is. It's gray. Okay. No, I paint my face to look exactly like whatever scene we're in. Okay. So got I can it. change my face all the time. Got it, got it, got it. But I'm also wearing clothes over so the black the black that I'm wearing is my palette. How do you put that on an egg? A constantly shifting palette. Yeah, that's weird. Mm. Okay, mm. never mind. It's the future. Going. It's the future, man. Sure, fair enough. So anyway, so my the the, the fact that, that that I'm wearing black means that I'm not wearing anything at all. But I put clothes on because it's my palette, right? That I put things on, and, and the clothes that I put on change every scene. Okay, right, and that's where the humor comes from. I'm like Tartin, the French clown. Okay, you know Jacques de Tartin. So you're not Bebo. You, I'm Bebo. No, it's it's from the tradition of the Jean Glonglaire. Okay, got it, got you it, know. got it. So sorry, your final rating is all clothes and no clothes together interesting <laughs> in okay. a clown in a clown <laughs> inside of a clown wrapper <laughs> a shell like this song i change clothes many many times sure and sometimes i'm wearing very little and sometimes i'm wearing an awful lot sure okay but it's just whatever fits best within the context of the moment okay moment to fucking moment yes you might be wearing a different yes because i couldn't give an outfit or a lack of outfit as right. a whole to this song that would be doing it a disservice right all right i guess that tracks so your rating is just con you're you're fucking schrodinger's rating for right this right song. right right also i'm bleeding from a bite on my <laughs> <laughs> on my on my upper calf just to add a little yeah, tiny bit more yeah, onto constantly this constantly bleeding sure okay just that, that something something got me backstage okay and i don't know if it was a clown it was a dog one of those little puppy dogs they carry around as part of their act was okay it one of the trained birds but it's not that wound is never closed okay okay well we um for me that's gonna be bebo's catchphrase well we <laughs> um because he reacts to everything I've found the Bone Turner's tail. 
the famous book that I've been wanting to read for so long. And it, of course, gives me the ability to uh, manipulate my my uh, mass so that Wait. I can reach inside people. Is it a story or is it a, like a Necronomicon? It's a little bit of both. You know, I uh. think it's one of those faded, uh, fabled stories that, you know, it's a lightener. So it's not an instruction manual. It's like something that when you read, you gain this ability. Yeah, if you okay. concentrate hard enough. Okay. Yeah. So um, I'm practicing. I need to practice because you can you can vibrate, pull people's bones out of their skin without even hurting their skin, right? You just suck them out, okay? Um, but to practice, you know, I don't want to hurt any of my friends. I don't want to hurt my family. I don't want to hurt a pet. I don't want to hurt a child. So I'm going to practice on myself. Go to a shareholders meeting for a Fortune 500 company. That's correct. <laughs> so I figure I'm going to take them all out. Later, I'm going to put them back in. Just like, <laughs> let me just, you know, cover my bases, get as many as I can. So I pull them out. I, I start with my toes. I pull each one of my toes out. I, I'm like, I'm fucking good at this. So I start pulling them out. <laughs> Try and stand and you're just, you're, oh, it's fun too. Like that's interesting. Just slip around. Well, so you're fine without bones. Yeah. I mean, I think everything's okay. I just can't walk. I mean, are people fine without a leg? Of course they are. No, I mean, but like you still have skin, right? Yeah. Skin. I got those got Everything veins. except for the bones. Yeah, 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 right. Exactly. Right. I just have a floppy tube. You're not like getting like bruises and shit as you try to stand no. on. Like put all your weight on a bunch of like folded flesh. I mean, probably. Yeah, I probably, probably do. Hurt. But yeah, I, but I'm okay. All right. Uh, I mean, I guess I squish. Maybe I pop it like a toothpaste tube. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Well, hey, it's your story, man. So I pull out both legs. I pull up my arm uh, with my other arm. And then I'm like... All right, maybe I should... Let me take a break. Let me put everything back in and go get some lunch. Uh, so I start trying to put them back in, and I don't realize it doesn't work the other way around. I panic, but then I think, you know, this is my new reality. This is who I am. I'm the guy who has one arm and three floppy skin tubes. Uh, I can't dress them anymore. Uh, so the only thing I can put on is like a... Uh, like a big like wrestler onesie that goes around like from crotch up to my shoulders um, because pants just don't fit on me anymore. I can't put on a real shirt anymore because um, I'm just rolling around. Those bones are gone. That bag of bones, those dogs ate them up. They I ran away when you roll them. around. Oh, my God. I, I love, love to the roll. Sound. I love the sound of you rolling around. <laughs> you love to watch. I love to do. It's a perfect symbiotic relationship between us. Um and that's it, bud. It's a it's a spandex onesie. I fucking love this song. Thought it was great. Thought it was uh, wildly enjoyable. Did I pop my leg open while listening to it? Maybe. Was it unpleasant at times? Very possibly so. Um, but I was into it. Ebo. Thank you. You know what else I'm going to be into? What? These commercials. Mm. We'll be right back with more It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. <laughs> Hey, Ev. What monster would you like to kill you? Hmm. What a great question. Oh, he's back. No. Who? The shitting cat? Yeah, he's coming. Hi, shitty he's kitty. He's looking in your window. He's going to take a big old dookie right by your window. Hi, shitty kitty. Here he comes. He's doing? peeking right in. For listeners, there is a small tabby that comes outside Saker's window, poops right outside his window, then scatters off. He's so fucking cute. He sees. Bye. We watched. We watched him take a giant poop, and then we like. He, he like turned and saw us and freaked the fuck out. Cause I mean, <laughs> imagine if you saw two giants, <laughs> so you'd <laughs> 
Oh my goodness. So, uh, speaking uh, of, it's Halloween. Does it have to be a universal monster? Has to be. It could be any monster. Any monster. Um, it's boy, oh boy. Question. I guess I'd have to say Carrie, my favorite of the monsters. I hear she's a good person. She's a morally gray person, I believe, is what we finally nailed it down on. Uh, does she count? Is yeah. she a monster? Yeah. I mean, I feel Who's- like. Nothing justifies. I mean, it's really shitty what those kids did to her. Really, really <laughs> shitty. Uh-huh. But like, murdering an entire class of kids, like that's un. It, it's hard to justify that. I'm not gonna say it's ever not justified, but yeah. damn, damn. Who's a monster that warns you before they're gonna kill you, and then also kills you instantly? So like they say, hey, tomorrow I'm gonna kill you, and then when tomorrow rolls around, you just die. Oh, uh, the ring girl. The ri- yeah. yeah, Sadako. Shit. Okay, I would I would want to be killed by Sadako. Well, I mean, you don't. It's not a good death. She kills you real quickly. Yeah, that's fine. All I want is to be able to say goodbye to my loved ones and then to not feel. I guess it's painful. You got you got between two and seven days, depending on which Sadako you get hit. By. Two days. Yeah, sometimes they're two days. Oh wow, I didn't. And know you that. can't kill yourself because if you try and kill yourself, she'll appear beforehand and kill you. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow, there's so much I, uh, I didn't because know. Because there's, there's the Japanese ones, there's the American ones, right. and then there's like four or five like sub-Japanese ones that, um, you know, they're all different things. Like I, there's, the best movie I've, I've seen is the Sadako vs. Kayako, the, the grudge one. I was one. just about yeah. to mention that. That's, yeah. my favorite, that's my favorite of them. Uh, that one is buck wild. Yes. It's so yes. silly. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a good good in theory. Like, hey, you're cursed by the cursed video? I don't know. Go into the cursed house and yeah. let, let, them, let them fight it out <laughs> to see who gets to kill you. The, uh, it's not working. Oh my god, it's not working. The American Ring movie is still my favorite horror movie of yes, all time. It was the one that genuinely spooked me the most in theaters. Yeah. I was genuinely scared by that. Yeah, it was terrible. I still have not watched the ring, the actual little like mini video to this day. I cover my eyes whenever it Oh shows. really? Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Well, I'm a superstitious guy. Okay. And you think that a movie is gonna kill you? It could. <laughs> Do you think there were I don't think that it couldn't. News stories or something about it by now? No. Uh so Hey man. Better not to test it, right? Mm-hmm. That's my theory. Maybe a death note. Maybe I want to be killed by a, a fucking um, a, a Shinigami. Like Ryuk. Is he a monster? I've never seen Death Note. Wow. Tell it about me. Okay. Uh, you get a death note. The death note controls a Shinigami, a Japanese god of death. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can write anyone's name and a way for them to die. And it will simply happen because the Shinigami have control over it. So it's like Final Destination, only you've got control over the Like, you're not trying to run from death. You're controlling death. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so, but the whole thing is you can only do it if you know a person's full name. Mm-hmm. Um, and Which is easy to find out uh, yeah, well, in the modern age. Yeah, I, but nobody can kill, even though other people have death notes, nobody can kill Kira because they don't know who he is. Ooh. But, uh, anyway, doesn't matter. Um, they don't know who he is? Yeah, because the pers- the main person, this is too complicated. Light, who's the main guy who's killing people. Mm-hmm. Uh, was his name Light? Yeah. Uh, is uh, He's like become like a divisive political because he's like killing bad people. Mm-hmm. That's his whole thing. And some people are like, oh, they deserve a trial. And some other people are like, fuck yeah, this guy rules. And then he calls himself Kida, like killer. Uh, and other people try to find him. Other people have death notes to kill him, but nobody knows his name. So it's he's keeping secret. It's great. It's It sounds like horror, but it's really like... Uh, See, if I were doing that, I would just be like, you know, Donald Trump, heart attack. Yeah. Just be really calm about it. Oh yeah. Just be calm and like you don't but make it graphic. Had, like, yeah, he he wanted to, he wanted the recognition. I think. Oh well, that's He's just sort of that's his fucking yeah. mistake. Yeah, yeah, it's true. 
Um, but that's a good one. A good one would be to kill by... I can't believe... You would really like Death Note, I think. Probably. Okay, well, well Like, there's that live-action Death Note on Netflix. Watch the anime. <laughs> that faded phrase that you hate to hear. Boo. Who would you want to be killed by? Uh, probably something that would let me come back as an undead. Maybe a vampire, I guess. Okay. That'd be easy. Now we choose one for each other. Who okay. would I want to see kill you, and who would you want to see kill me? Okay. You go first. I would like you to be killed by... Um, Ducula? <laughs> the, uh, remember that? Bunicula? No, not Bunicula. Oh, okay. There was like Count Ducula. No, I it was don't. like a Nickelodeon show from the late 80s. Okay. He was Dracula, basically. But Except. he drained a duck. He okay. was a duck. Yep. And he drained uh, vegetables, I believe, of their vital juices. Fucking weird. Okay. Yeah. So he'd have to kill you in a mundane way. Sure. He'd have to okay. like, hit you he, with a hammer. Yeah. <laughs> <or> like <laughs> Beat you to death yeah. with a fire extinguisher. Yeah. He'd have to like set you on fire <laughs> or, you know, just sure. like just something terrible. And he's, he's not huge. He's like... It's like maybe like he's, three, three or four feet tall. He's huge, but McDuck size. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So if he, he'd have to smash you to death. I would want you to be killed by uh, Piranha 3D. <laughs> I want you to be tossed into the lake. Man. And uh, I want you to be That's right a there. bad way to go, I think. It is. Oh, yeah. It's horrible. Yeah. You want me to be beaten to death with a hammer. So. Yeah, but I feel like getting hit in the head a couple times with a hammer is preferable to being Piranha eaten alive so by quick. tiny bites they're so quick they are not i mean they're quick but god there's a lot of pain while they're doing it oh yeah for sure yeah trust me well, they, the can, like, not it's a, they say they can the strip park. a cow to the bone in minutes yeah but you're still minutes <laughs> you're right that's a long time but down to the bone you'll be dead long before the bone i bet you it would take you a hundred seconds to die for <laughs> how many seconds would it take you to die for a uh, vampire duck smashing you with a hammer <laughs> probably less yeah probably you're right i'd want him to take his time though do you know who else takes their time? Takes their time. Well, that would be Citizen Hank, a King of the Hill discussion podcast, who's had season two coming soon up on their thing for a really long time. Are there any now. monsters in King of the Hill? Uh, I mean, I would say that uh, Dale Gribble's kind of a monster, isn't he? Uh, no. No. I mean, in the sense of that he's a horrible person. Not is in the is sense he a horrible that... person? Isn't he? I thought he was kind of like He's the... like a conspiracy nut. Yeah. But like one of the most harmless conspiracy nuts you could ever be. In fact, I wish like every conspiracy nut was like Dale Gribble where you just did, the only harm that you do is to yourself. Sure. The pocket sand, that was harmful. Oh, where he throws pocket sand oh, at people? He carries around a pocket full of sand. Yeah, yeah. but when he's getting attacked. Well, yeah, okay. I think Boomhauer is the true villain in King of the Hill. Really? Yeah, Why is that? Because he's got a basement full of dead bodies. Yeah, okay, you're just... It's, it's all plastic down there. Sure, nothing canon. You're just... You're, yeah. you're King of the Hill fic that you've written mm -hmm. where Boomhauer is a serial killer. Um, you can hear more about that on Ev's episode of Season 2 coming up of Citizen Hank, a King of the Hill discussion podcast. That's right. This podcast is the one where Jory is determined to prove to their guests that King of the Hill is the Citizen Kane of animated sitcoms. Last episode that came out was a show swap, Citizen Hank Venture, with Andrew, Cat, Chris, and Marn, where Andrew gathers his friends to discover or to discuss their favorite episode of the Venture Brothers as an entry point to new watchers and to hijack Jory's show claiming it's about the wrong Hank. When, Do you get it? Yeah, I know Hank Venture. Okay. When when did that episode come up? February nineteenth. Good game. Take their time. Bye. We're back with more It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. Now's the time in the show when we spin this wheel and see which one we are going to do. Oh, all that you will see 
is my celebrity. Which celebrity is this song about? So which normal about Mrs. Jones? Mrs. Jones and me. Was that Counting Crows? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So which celebrity? Who's the guy from Counting Crows? Adam Duritz. <laughs> wow. I'm amazed you had that locked I like Counting Crows. Well, yeah, sure, I guess. And he had, yes, he had the, the dreadlocks, right? Yes, yes, yes. Are they still around? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. 2021 to present. Yeah. Um, Their new album is going to be called Butter Miracle. <laughs> <laughs> you know... <laughs> That fucking rules. Butter Miracle. Butter Miracle Sweet 1 was released already, and Butter Miracle Sweet 2 is going to be released soon. Fall of 2021. Very exciting. Casting Crows? Is that our next podcast? Oh, man. <laughs> Except I, do... I don't think they would be as much fun to do, because their songs are really good, and then very all of them are heartfelt in a are way. Are they that... really good? Or do you remember the 10 songs that you listened to back in uh, fucking 1998? Like... Do you think Butter Miracle Sweet One is good? I don't know. I'll give it a try. Would you? Do you want to listen to Bobby and the Rat Kings from Butter Miracle Sweet One right now, just to kind of see how it is? Sure, I got nowhere to be. Okay, cool. Let's hear it. We're gonna put in a little clip right here. I'm an elevator kid pushing buttons when I want to go home. I'm kind of into it. Yeah, it was not bad. I think a lot of that might be predicated on the nostalgia. Oh my God, the first comment. I'm feeling a lot of Springsteen in this song. <laughs> Listeners, you didn't hear me go. Yeah, that's exactly a Springsteen song. Um, do I just have a good feelings about Mrs. Jones? Or There's a lot of good. They do a lot of good songs. Okay. Well, good. Fuck. Yeah. Maybe Counting Crows is good. Counting Crows is a good band. <laughs> At what point did you stop following Counting Crows? Uh, August and everything after. Okay. So basically after their, their big hit thing. Is this song about Adam? No, it is about a dog celebrity. Okay. So we've got Lassie. We've got Triumph. Spuds McKenzie. We've got Spuds. We've got... Rin Tin Tin. Yeah. Is that it? Have we hit did the we, did you Snoopy? Say McGruff? Did you say McGruff? Scruff McGruff. Um, what about Underdog? Underdog's a good one. So what? Which which dog celebrity? So think. Oh, what about the uh, Taco Bell Chihuahua? Yes, Marmaduke, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, what 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 are the? Iron from has Cowboy to be a Bebop. big has to be a big dog, a barking dog, a biting dog. Has to love bones. Must love bones. See, I feel like. Man, I feel like this song has that weird melancholy that might give it like a K.K. Slider feel. Do you know K.K. Slider? He's the dog from Animal Crossing who can play the guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, so a musical dog. I mean, that could be... Big dog. Music musical dog. dog. <laughs> Singing dog. Um, do you think a K.K. Slider could be... Or two- I don't know anything about him. Well, he's a dog who who has an acoustic guitar. He sets up in a cafe every Saturday night, and he plays songs for all the residents of a village. Are they good songs? Yeah, they fucking rule. And they're in every genre. Country songs, rock songs, pop songs. Does he actually, like in the game, does he actually play? Can you listen to the music? Yeah, yeah. And actually, you can request. If you know uh, the name of one of the songs, like if you if your friend told you, fuck, dude, you gotta listen to KK Rockin'. Then you can ask him for that, and he'll be like, oh, yeah, KK Rockin', I can play that for you, and he'll play it. But the nice thing about it, he doesn't bark. What his, he sings, 
But because they didn't want it to be too uh, fucking uh, Uncanny Valley, his singing is... So, so the songs aren't good. Is that? Oh, they rule. You don't think that sounds great? <laughs> must be generational. It must be. You're this, three uh, years older than Three years me. separating <laughs> us is a big divide. A chasm. Uh, a chasm. A chasm. Uh, okay, so maybe it is about a big biting barking dog. Marmaduke? Like, what about, he likes uh, bones. Like Brian Griffin from Family Gib? What about Clifford? The biggest big dog of all. Bark. Does Clifford bark? I thought he was I'm very sure gentle. He... He's very gentle. Yeah, but I'm sure that was because that's a fun thing that happens. He never bites. Yeah, that's true. All right, does Brian bite? Brian doesn't bark. He barks. He, he goes. Barks. He'll bark. Yeah. What about um? Is there some sort of like fucking? What about the Cleveland Browns like mascot? Yeah. Is he like a big fucking bulldog yeah. or some shit? Yeah. Does he have a name? I wonder. Chunky. <laughs> that sounds right. <laughs> Lucy uh, the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> Does he have a bulldog mascot? Yeah, yeah, he's a big... Uh, what kind of dog is... Brownie the Elf is his name. Oh, no, there's an elf. Oh, fuck, yeah, there's an elf. Oh, no, so that's not... Chomps. His name Chomps. is Chomps. That... Okay. Okay, this guy... It sounds... So they're, they're about Kev Hearn's favorite... He's a Labrador. Oh. Okay, huh. cool. Chomps. 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 Uh, so he's a big dog. Big, he's six he's one. Fun. He's a biting dog. He's a is he? A, he's, he's called Chomps. Okay, and he's a barking dog. Yeah, because that's the whole like dog pound thing of the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. right. How did we get a dog and an elf as our mascot for the Browns? When a team loves a city so much okay. that it will go away and come back, <laughs> it can have multiple mascots. Sure, but neither of them are. When I think of Browns, I guess an elf is a brownie, right? Mm -hmm. Like a little. But why the fuck a dog? Because the dog is brown. <laughs> oh, no. So he could be a piece of shit who's the Cleveland mascot. <laughs> could be a poop emoji. <laughs> and, and he, oh, man. The Cleveland Steamers. That's so good. I just like the Cleveland Browns name. Just to name it. color, okay? Oh, yeah. Just, just like, fine, fine. why aren't we all doing this? Green Bay Greens. Yeah. Done. Yeah. It's fucking uh, Florida Pinks. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> That's good. It's the Browns. Yeah. Um, where, where do we get the name the Browns? You know, maybe if uh, they write a song about the Cleveland Browns, I'll research their brownie mascot and we'll find out all about the Browns. Cleveland Browns and me. All right. Well, I guess that's it. We chomps. just named a bunch of dogs and then said one it of them. Sounds like chomps. Be. That's what we always do, right? Yeah, I guess so. That sounds about right. Well, I mean, the the song, now I know, now I can see the, it was a joke. The joke's on me. The Browns are, you know, perennial losers. For sure. Uh, up in smoke, we're lost in the fog as they yeah. try to change cities, and uh, everything's gone to the dogs. Yeah, Chomps got him. Chomps got him, baby. I still hear the dogs. It's a dog pound, but it's getting dark. Um, yeah. Bring back my bag of bones. Bring, that, bring back that championship ring. Bring back that Bernie Kozar. Bring back that bag of bones. <laughs> Bernie Kozar. Uh, all right, cool. Thanks, free wheel. <laughs> You're welcome. Now's the time when we take a question from our friends, our fans are absolutely atrocious little applesauces. This is a question from our friend, Matt. Hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. Matt says, hi, guys. Hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. Nice hi. We already greeted you. Uh, I found your podcast when Mitch played your drop on one of the live Doughboys episodes and shouted out the pod. Whoa. That's right. That's, I made I made a little drop for Doughboys. That's surprising. <laughs> it is indeed. I looked through the episode list and saw guests like Matt Besser, Jesse Thorne, and Justin McElroy and thought this must be a legit podcast. <laughs> Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> JK. 
I'm a restaurant manager, but seriously, when the shutdown started last year, my job changed quite a bit, and I was basically a glorified cook. Good news is that gave me lots of opportunities to listen to your podcast each night when I grilled, cleaned grills and floors. Hearing all my old favorites being discussed helped me get through those months. Thanks for that, guys. Oh, well, shocks. Thank you. Glad to hear we're for... helping out the essential workers. Yeah. Anyway, on to the question. The year is 2022. <laughs> Without knowing the others are there, all six current and former members of BNL are shopping at the same Whole Foods in Toronto. <laughs> they, they all. <laughs> we finally got to this part of the. Uh, the the questions have to be so specific. So specific. They all bump into each other in a great meet cute when Ooh. all six members reach for the same box of craft dinner. After I love that they don't even notice each other. <laughs> After a quick laugh, Andy brings up that he's heard your podcast. That gives the boys the idea for them to start their own podcast, going through the musical catalog of a different band. This is the second question in like three weeks where the members of BNL have a podcast. So my question is. Each boy pairs up with another to do the podcast. Who pairs up with whom? Which band does each pair pick as the subject of their podcast? And what is the name of the each podcast? Seriously, thanks for the laughs, Matt. Whoo, boy. This is uh, quite a treat. I think the Brothers Creek... And I was going to say pair up. And they do some sort of fucking esoteric band. So who's like Oingo Boingo? Do you think that's esoteric enough for the Kriegs? I think that would be something like a some world beat band or something like that. Like a, oh, okay. Yeah, not reggaeton because that's too popular, but some like... Um, well, here's the the trick is that we have to know a band because we have to... So do you know any world beat? Any, oh, hell yeah. I know okay. tons of them. Give me, give me a few and I'll pick which one they're about. <laughs> So there's uh, Carolina Chicha. She's from like the like Eastern Poland. Okay, never mind. These are so boring. They're, so, they're really amazing songs. Um, okay, but Otavo Yo. They're from uh, they're a folk band from uh, Russia. They do. What about uh, like? Can't we do like Pine Hill Haints or some? Pine Hill like, Haints are great. I feel like there's got to be a band. But they do something like Canadian. It'd probably be uh, some Canadian band. What about? Uh, what if they steal out from Kev's feet that like uh, throat singer? The uh, oh. Uh, what was her name? Do you remember? I can look it up real quick. Yeah. The one from just a few songs ago. Uh, her name, of course, was Tanya Tagak. Yes. Tanya Tagak. So they do the Tanya Tagak podcast. Is that real? Or they? Yeah. I mean, I don't. They could do the Tanya Tagak podcast. Yeah. I, I mean, don't know if she is talk she, about Tagak. Yeah. I think is what it's called. <laughs> Tagak about Tanya. Mm, well, you, Much Tagak to about Tanya. Punch down as hard as you can. That. <laughs> Tagak talk. Tagak talk. Tagak talk. That's a fun one to say. Yeah. We yeah. got to do an episode of Tagok Talk when we're done with this podcast. No. Evbo, mm -hmm. should I peel the curtain back a little bit? You can if you want. The fact that you always say you're done with this podcast after we're done, but then you messaged me out of the blue last week. I've been thinking about it a lot. And said, when we're done, we should do monthly episodes about bare naked tangential things. And I said, brother, you got it. So after we're done with this podcast, we'll never be done with this podcast. We'll release 12 beautiful episodes a year, except on a leap year when there's 13 months. And <laughs> <laughs> don't we have those occasionally? No? Leap year means an extra day in February. Okay. Where does it go? Oh, extra February, day in February. Add. No, they should, it should be as a kid? an own month. It should be leap month. I did like that. I think we talked about it on the pod before where they had like the leap year holiday. I think like every leap year should be a holiday. Yes. And we should celebrate it and have like a leap year Larry or something like that or the fucking thing from 30 Rock. Yeah. Yeah. I okay. Think <laughs> it was. But like, I think that was a great idea that yeah. should be made. It's genius. Know. Yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, Tagok Talk is what the Cregan boys are up to. Yes. Uh, who else? You give me a pairing. Uh, let's do something real off the wall. Tyler and 
Oh, Kev, probably. That's yeah, that would be the, the weirdest. Yeah, that'd be the weirdest. <laughs> so what do they have in common? What sort of songs would they... Who's like? Who's somebody that's weird but went mainstream? Zappa? Zappa's not bad. Bowie? Bowie. Okay. <laughs> Bowie. So I like... Let's go with Zappa. Zappa. And it's the Zap Zap family cast. So they do like you you can talk about Frank, Dweezel, you can talk about Ahmed, Moon Diesel, Moon, uh, Moon Units, uh any zaps you want. Yeah. And the title of that podcast Zap Craps. Zap Craps. Okay. I like that one. Um It's just uh it's just forty minutes of Tyler talking over Kev. Yeah, that's not bad. What about time to take a zap? <laughs> I don't, I'm trying to think of other words that rhyme with zap. You got because that could be time to take zap a nap stick or time to take a crap. Zap stick. Yeah. Well, oh, like chapstick. I've or got slapstick. There. Or slapstick. Mm-hmm. I like the dual meaning ones. Okay. Uh, and also, a zap stick is what people used to call a microphone when they were first found. <laughs> 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 what is this zap stick? What's talking about the zap stick? Oog find zap stick on ground. <laughs> That's exactly how it works. <laughs> Uh, okay then. Uh, so I guess then the boys are back in town. Yeah, Ed and Steve. Ed uh, and Steve. Where they're just like, uh, they they have to do the podcast, and they're just kind of like they're they're both involved. Like this is their thing now. They're making a lot of money off of it, right. so they have to do it. Right. Uh, it's their only thing they got going. Um, everything else they do turns to dust in their in their hands. But okay. so they have to keep this. But like, so they're like trying to bring good energy to it, but they can't stop sniping at each other. Uh huh. So and then and then going down long fucking it's, this is why it's so popular with the fans is they they explain all the questions that we have they go on like long tangentials but the thing is it's like a Rashomon where each of them is telling a different exactly. a different side of the story and they don't really even end up talking about the band at all yes they're doing of course the bare naked ladies oh cast. that's not bad <laughs> I kind of like that so it's a bare naked ladies retrospective yes it's like the office ladies mm-hmm. or the park parks and rec podcast where people from the band talk about it mm-hmm. fuck do they do it album by album or song by song song by song I think they do it sort of randomly oh so they're a uh sugar we're going down podcast yeah, they thing. bring they bring up a each of them bring the first 10 minutes is them each saying what they think that the pod should be about this specific episode and then sort of hashing it out uh-huh and then they just spin that big wheel <laughs> no they I mean, one of them wins out and the other one is surly the whole time okay okay all right so fucking today we're talking about grim grinning fucking ghosts <laughs> i guess <laughs> never like this stupid so steve is forced to talk about Five albums worth of content yep. that he was Ed, Ed keeps never- bring, Ed keeps like with a shitting grin. Ed keeps bringing stuff from like wow. uh, Silver Ball and Grinning Streak. Yeah, this week I want to do New Disaster, so uh, <laughs> I guess we're doing New Disaster this week. <laughs> Ugh! Wow, this oh, show yeah, sucks. Each, maybe they take turns picking one that they okay. and they each they, they, the other one resents them for it the whole time because they each pick ones that will be uh, yes. the most painful for the other. Okay, I like that. And this it's podcast called, uh, is called Pathos. Mm. Bear flare. Um, no, man, this is hard. Stripped. That's good. Stripped colon a bear naked ladies, ladies podcast. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Done. Yeah. Flayed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like stripped. I like stripped. Um. Well, damn. I would listen to stripped. Of course, I would. How could I not? <laughs> I listened to that. I would let you uh, explain to me what each episode was about. Okay, that's great. Oh, we have a sub podcast where it's just me explaining to you what each episode. Ev, it was so funny. Do you remember? Remember? Remember there when God came down and made podcasts. the There are a thousand podcasts. Yeah, that are just explaining other podcasts or uh, other things. Yeah. So yeah, we'd yeah, fit, we'd fit right in. Yeah, one hundred percent, we would. Yeah. Well, I hope we answered your question, Matt. Mm-hmm. 
write us back. Mm-hmm. Tell us how nice we are again. <laughs> uh, please, write any more questions. It's all been done podcast at gmail.com. You could talk about Whole Foods. You could talk about barcades. You could talk about Swing of the Chain. Whatever you want to talk about, please email us. We need more questions. About the 1987 hit American Gladiators. Ebbo. Mm-hmm. We done it. Mm-hmm. We've been through the gauntlet. We knocked them off their posts. We did the human cannonball. We, we got tennis balls shot at us. Assaulted, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what do we have to show for it? A broken hip. And uh, 300 episodes of a bare naked ladies <laughs> podcast. And the, uh, the chief of police ship of Missouri. <laughs> That's all we got former. to show for it. Former. Former, yeah. Um, well, what are you plugging this week? Spooky ghost stories. It's November 2nd. Get over yourself. Spooky Thanksgiving stories. I'm talking to you from the past. Uh, Oh, Thanksgiving stories. Those would be fun. There's not enough songs or stories about Thanksgiving. Right? Thanksgiving is like a day. We don't like celebrate it. Yeah, I feel we do celebrate it. But I mean, we don't, we don't like, like there's a mean, lead up to celebrate. Halloween, a lead yeah. up to Christmas. Mm-hmm. But like, well, there's not the thing. The problem is there's no Thanksgiving merchandise. You got to have merch for us to be able to celebrate it in well, America. Whose fault is that? Uh, turkeys. Fuck Straight turkeys. Up. Fuck turkeys, man. That's what I always say. Uh, I'm going to plug uh, killing a turkey. <laughs> Go out this weekend. <laughs> I know it's not Thanksgiving. Get them. Yeah, you'll kill another one come Thanksgiving, but this weekend, just for fun. Yeah, you gotta really, get it. You know, you don't really eat turkey except on Thanksgiving. Who just gets a turkey? I mean, I, I get turkey sandwiches sometimes. Yeah, but I mean, you're not gonna get a whole turkey. No, you're right. You're right. I get like sliced turkey. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm also plugging sliced turkey. Yeah, sliced turkey's pretty fucking good. I'm Saker. I'm Evan. And we'll see you again in one, one week. week. I can do a whole another one now.